This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I understand the people that are tweeting and the people that are saying, relax, it's only day one, there's plenty of time. There is truth to that. That is a factual statement. People factual. Are making. What I don't like is the dunking on people that are reacting to what's happening in the moment, right? Like, I understand that they have plenty of time to do stuff. They added Bradbury after the draft last year, if I'm not mistaken. They added Yeah, they added all of them. CJ, yeah, CJ, CJ was after the right. draft. <clears throat> yes. But I will say... It's a AJ bit, Brown was at the draft. Bit at the draft, right? Bit of an anomaly when you look at traditionally under Howie, who they've added post draft, not day of, like not in the draft, post draft. It is not a long list of contributing players. So, you know, I, while I don't think it's it's definitely hundred percent not time to panic at all. Nobody should be panicking. I just I, I want to make sure that we don't. We like that fans are still allowed to react in the moment how they you feel. Could de- no, yeah. you could definitely react how you feel. I just think the bigger thing is that people are reacting to to what we expected. Yeah, like people are reacting like they didn't. We didn't just spend the last month saying, "Hey, guess what? They're not going to be able to sign a lot of guys. A lot of they have eight million dollars in salary cap, right? And I don't even million. think they have that. So it's under eight million yeah. in salary cap, like." We knew this was going to happen. That's what I don't get is people freaking out. You have to be like, oh, my God, we lost Javon Hargrave. Earmuffs, one, two, three. No fucking shit. We lost Javon Hargrave. We've been telling you for a month yeah. that you're going to lose. So, like, I get it. I don't disagree. Like, I think fans should be able to react however they want to react in any situation and all that. But, but again, I, I don't. I don't understand the freaking out about losing players when when this was expected. And the point with the weight, which where I agree with it, is like you can't judge the class until the class happens. I like, agree. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen over the next few days. We don't know where these players are going to end up, who's going to end up back on the Eagles. And again, basic point, like... This is what happens. They almost won the Super Bowl last year. They had the, you know, what many people believe is the best roster in the history of the franchise because they had Jalen for a million bucks or whatever it was, a million and a half, whatever it was. Like, that changes now. That's the situation that you're in. That's life in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, I get it, but I'm also, I, I think it's unfair to, to 
you know, be upset with Howie or I whatever that. that the yeah. players are leaving when he told you what was going to happen. We told you what was going to happen. Everyone knew what was going to happen, and he did everything he could to almost win the freaking Super Bowl last yeah. year. So I, I agree that people knew this was going to happen. I do think there is a difference between knowing it is going to happen, and this is in every walk of life, between knowing it's going to happen and it happening. You know? Like, <laughs> sure. Right? I, I think that the emotion that fans felt yesterday really was probably a disappointment. And I'll say from from my perspective, um, not to get into a Super Bowl debate again, but before the Super Bowl, I did feel, and I still feel this way, that the season was going to be a success, even if they won or lost that game. Watching all these guys leave does hammer home the fact uh-huh. and what a great chance they uh-huh. had that they didn't, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I still feel the way I victory feel. Victory lap. No, no, no. It's I a victory lap I don't even feel. want to take, but it's, it's a I'm victory lap. Saying, I'll take them. You know, you, you take them when you get them, and, I, and that's a win I think me. I think that as much as people can know it was going to happen and people can expect it, seeing Hargrave leave, seeing Epps leave, seeing TJ. Because also, like, Epps and TJ were two guys that you thought, like, might be back just because they might not get that much money. I think when people and they didn't, they, and they didn't, didn't get, get that a ton much money. of money. And I think when people expected a mass exodus, it was going to be the Bradbury's, the, big the CJ's, guys, yeah. the Hargrave. But they could keep those guys still. Like they, they could, could, you know. So right. I, that's my point. It's like we're freaking out. James Bradbury is not signed anywhere. CJ DJ is not signed anywhere. Yeah. They've made no other moves. Slay is still on the roster. Other than the Kelsey thing, Slay is still on the roster. Like I get it. And again, I'm bummed. I think TJ Edwards is a nice football player. I'm not as bummed as many because unlike it seems like. Uh, all of Philadelphia somehow, no one believes in Kobe Dean anymore, so that's weird. He's played like zero at real meaningful NFL well, minutes. I think that's but, why. But again, that's yeah. crazy. I don't know how you can be excited about him last year when they drafted him and not be excited to see him play now. Like, that makes zero sense to me. Zero. Well, I think it's because he couldn't get on the field. Because they had good players. Yeah, yeah, they but were I'm trying saying, to win a Super Bowl. I, like, I think no I, one got hurt. They didn't have injuries. Like, yeah. of course he didn't get on the field. I'm not, they, like, we all knew that Nicobe Dean was not going to start last year. Like, right. And now he's going to get a chance. And people should be excited about Nicobe Dean. I, let's put it this way if I had to choose, you can have one linebacker for the next three years, I would take Nicobe Dean over TJ Edwards. Really? Like, personally. Of course I would. I, I think it's fair to be cautiously optimistic about Nicobe. Of course I, you should I be really, optimistic. I really do think, though. Like, he fell to the third round for a reason. Sure, and, yeah. but, but but again, the whole Peck thing was part of it. That was a big thing that was a part of it. He's injured and all that. Like, mm-hmm. that proved to not be true or not be an issue, and he was fine. Right. So that was a part of him dropping. And second of all, yes, he dropped. But first of all, linebackers aren't valued. We know that. But on top of that, like, he dropped, but... Uh, and I understand that's how he's valued in the NFL. I right. get that. Well, and the that. perception of dropping that, too, but, you know. But, like, but again, but but that's why the dropping matters because like smart football people are like when Daniel Jeremiah says something about a prospect, you're like, oh really? Okay, yeah, let I agree me with that. Daniel yeah. Jeremiah is like 22nd best player in the draft. Yeah. All right. Like so many of those guys did. Kuiper, McShay, all those guys had him as a first round talent. Like mm-hmm. forgetting where he went, like he was evaluated in the pre-draft process, not by the teams. I get it, but by people who know what they're talking about as a as a well, first Daniel round Jeremiah talent. Talks to teams. Yes. Right, so. so, like, something happened, and that's okay. But I still think to 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 not be excited. If you were excited about them getting to Kobe D in the third round last year, you should be super excited about watching him play this year. I I agree. I I think that you know seeing the Kobe last year in person, he's definitely smaller than I thought. Watch. I mean, I knew watching. He's the same size yeah. as Zach Thomas, who just made the Hall I, of Fame. I, dude, I again, I'm not out on the Kobe Dean. I'm just saying. I think saying you would take him over TJ, it's not the slam dunk you make. I think TJ is a good player. TJ is a good player. Yeah, That's not. Yeah. A, I'm just saying, if I had to choose one of those two guys for the next three to four years or whatever, I would. Right. I believe in Nicobe's upside more than I believe in TJ's. Yeah, and I, 
I'll be interested. I would be interested to know if both were free agents right now. Now TJ's played, but I'd TJ's be interested to know. Played. If, I'm saying. I'm I saying. I wonder if Kobe's the 32 future. GMs got to pick out of the two. Who would they pick? I'd just be curious to know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But but overall, with the defense and the the players leaving, I, I think that again, people saw it coming. People expected it to come. I still do think it hurts when you go through it and you see where they like Javon goes to to forty to the 49ers, right? I, I think that my opinion on this overall is, look, we've had debates about how much defense matters, whatever. Obviously, defense matters, right? And I do think when you look at this roster, like, the main problem right now is the defensive tackle spot. I think as long as they keep Slay, I think their secondary will be mostly okay. I think that, to your point, Nicobe will have a chance. Maybe they'll bring back Kaiser. My concern with losing Javon Hargrave, and what's crazy is when you think about the fact they lose Javon Hargrave and they still bring back, I think, three players with double-digit sacks, Graham, Reddick, and Sweat. So not many teams can lose a double-digit sack guy and still have three more that are coming back. They, like, they still would have led the league in sacks without Javon Hargrave right. the team is like the, the team is not going to be devoid of talent on defense. The, some of their best players, if not their best players, are still under contract, right? Like Slay is still here. Uh, Reddick. Reddick, exactly. Sweat, I'm sometimes torn on, but he was a double-digit sack edge guy, so he certainly is, is in that discussion. He, he is back, right? So I think the defense will still have enough talent to compete. My biggest concern is, and this goes to like what I value in, in rosters, whenever me and you preview games, whenever we talk about them, it's quarterback, offensive line, defensive line. I still feel really good about the quarterback. I still feel really good about the offensive line. The defensive line I still feel good about, but my biggest concern from what happened on Monday is just they have to do something at defense. Yeah, we da- both agree Jordan on that. Davis is not enough for me. I, uh, I can't not. talk myself into the well, Jordan I Davis. I can talk myself into the Jordan Davis thing. Again, same idea. Look, how many players have had bad first seasons and been good football yeah, players? Sure. I mean, Brandon Graham alone. We just mentioned right. his name. I mean, there have been so many dudes who it takes time to figure it out. You're the one who in the middle of the season when he had that ankle strain yeah. was like, don't expect anything from Jordan Davis this season. You are right. You nailed yeah. it. Like, I, I just... I'm, I think it's crazy to be out on Jordan Davis, right? Look, he might not end up being a good player, but, like, we we don't know that yet. We have no idea. Like, give this kid a chance to play in the NFL and to actually get real snaps and to actually grow into being an NFL football player. So, so I heard this stat, and props to Bo Wolf uh, of The Athletic for it. Um, Jordan Davis didn't have a single qu- quarterback hit last year, which is pretty wild. And I, It's I, not that surprising. I mean, we well, didn't see him really rush the passer much. But I, I think that what I guess what I'm saying is when you project the defensive tackle spot next year, like Jordan you Davis— need some pressure from the inside. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like Jordan Davis wasn't a pass rusher in college. He Now, you're right. The second half of the year, if he got hurt, you can kind of wipe that away. Just throw it out. But early on, like he did play, I think, seven or eight games, if not more, before he got hurt. So he didn't get any pressure there. So, with jo- like, I guess my overall thing— with Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean is. I still think they have high upside. I'm not out on them. I just, I can't talk myself, I'm not there at least, where if when I look at the defense next year, I go, okay, well, they have Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. Well, no one's up. saying they're going to, oh, they're going to be, we all, look, the defense is going to be worse yeah, next year. Yeah, defense is going to be worse. We all yeah. knew this. Right. This is what we talk. That's why I'm like, your thing better be right, Elliot. It's all on you now. Yeah. You are the, 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 the the like uh, well, it's all shining J- light carrying offense, us through yeah. this with offense wins in the yeah. NFL. Offense matters most. Don't care about the defense. That's what the Eagles are doing. They're doing your philosophy. Elliot Short Parks, Howie Roseman on the move. same page. Yeah. But right, you. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't support that from a, well, from a team building perspective. I, I do support it. Yeah, I, I am not freaking out the way people are. I Good. am right. I am but, not either. But I also I was thinking about this this morning and I was running, and this isn't a perfect point, but. 
when we were previewing the Super Bowl, a lot of the reason I thought the Chiefs would win, I and I eventually picked the Eagles, but a lot of the reason I thought the Chiefs would win is because they had a better quarterback and the head coach. And I think if you're if you're an Eagles fan that's saying, oh my God, we have holes everywhere and you're concerned. And the Chiefs didn't have holes everywhere. They had a good roster too. But if you want reason to be optimistic, it's that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Mostly, look, the defense was bad, but mostly because the quarterback played better for Kansas City because he didn't make the one mistake, and definitely Andy Reid and the coaching staff out. Andy Reid, I don't think you could say, I mean, one mistake, Yeah, yes, well, I'm but saying, like, overall, Andy Reid and Mahomes didn't make a mistake, but I think Hurts played just as well as Mahomes did. Andy Reid was just I, light yeah, years I, better. I, yeah. I agree with that, but I'm saying, I think overall, the head coach and the quarterback for the Chiefs, as a package, were one. better, were sure. better, right? Yep. So I think that the, the reason to be hopeful and to... I'm not just saying this. The reason to be really hopeful if you're an Eagles fan is that the Eagles have Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. You're damn right. That like That's so what we, I've been saying. We can talk about all the losses and everything, but the other part of this too is when you look around the conference. So this is where, where the point I was going to make. And you made this point like yeah. not only do they have the best roster still, they have by far in my opinion the best quarterback it's head coach. It's not even close. Yeah, right. Again, Dak is number 2. Yeah. Dak is the second best. I was court, trying to make a list. It's kind of not that close between Dak and anyone else. I mean, depending on how you feel about, you know, I, I Derek talk, Carr I was stepping say, into the league. Carr, Goff, like That's Justin what I mean. Fields. That's what I mean, I mean so, man. So while the Javon Hargrave thing matters, and I, I don't want to become the defense doesn't matter at all guy. Like I know oh, it really? matters. You, right? You pounded that well, table I, for a really I'm long saying time. offense matters more. I understand it sucks they're losing these guys, but at the end of the day, I just truly do believe because they have such an advantage of head coach and quarterback, they will be able to overcome the obstacles that they're going to yeah, face. Yeah, I, I, I actually, again, and I was high on them last year. I thought they'd go 12-5. and five. I didn't have them coming out of the NFC, but I actually feel, heading into this season, feel better about their chances to win the NFC than I did heading into last sure. season. 